Hello, what's up? Welcome to Things Like That, a space created for us to talk about anything and question everything without forcing you to believe what I believe. No topic is off the table, so get ready for rambles about wellness, mental health, plant medicine, spirituality, and other things like that. I'm so excited to welcome you into this space. Okay, I feel super awkward starting this, but I am here today with my husband, John, um, for episode three, and it's super weird recording in front of him because I can't even record an Instagram story in front of him, but I'm really excited to hear his perspective on things today and have him as my first guest on the podcast. So, introduce yourself. I am John, her <laughs> husband. I just spent the last five minutes telling her if she doesn't start it, I'm going to walk away. Um, and that finally got her to start things, so that's a good... Um, so yeah, it's really weird recording in front of you, but um, I want to ask some questions and hear your perspective on things and kind of do an episode on marriage, but not really like marriage advice, just talking about our views on marriage and our story and things like that. Um, so first, I want to you to explain the first night we met. Like, how did we meet each other? What did you think about me? Well, it depends on what you consider the first night. What do you consider the first night? It wasn't even a night. It was just during the day when you came over for Zumba. Oh, you want to go that far back? I didn't. I don't know. Okay. Whatever, whatever works. So I don't know. It was just you came in for Zumba. I said hi, tried to act cool. That was that. So basically, did the power just go out? Yeah, the power just went out. Okay, cool. Um, so basically, the first night. Actually, no, your lights just died. Nope, there they go again. My nope. twinkle lights in the background. Anyway, so basically, the first night we met, going all the way back to that day, was. I worked with John's mom, my now mother-in-law, and I would go to her house to do Zumba, and John was in the military station still in Georgia, but he would come back sometimes on the weekends, um, and I would be there doing Zumba, and I thought he was very cute, but he was also in a relationship at the time, so like, I never ever even considered that. I just saw him as like, my coworker, Bestie's son, and moved on with my life. And then, like, six months later, not six months. Nah, I don't even remember. I don't know. But after that previous relationship had ended, um, his parents invited me over for Thanksgiving. And, well, actually, they invited me out to dinner that Sunday night before Thanksgiving. And I completely stonewalled John because I was like, there's no way he can think I like him. Like, I'm way too cool for him. And so I didn't talk to him the whole dinner. And then they invited me back for Thanksgiving dinner. And like that whole week, I was just like thinking about you. And it was really weird. And um, I was even at my friend Ashley's house at the time, like giggling like a little schoolgirl because he messaged me on Instagram, which was just like a weird feeling. And then, do you want to talk about actual Thanksgiving Day? Sure. Like the actual first day? All I remember is eating the food. Oh, okay. And I think we played cards or something. And? And you looked good. 
Okay, I'll tell the full story. So, <laughs> that night I went there for Thanksgiving, and I had told myself, like, I was going to stay later to hang out with John. Like, I told myself I wasn't going to, like, chicken out and leave early, and because that's what I had done Sunday night. Like, we got home, and I was just like, okay, bye. And I was like, no, I'm going to stay on Thursday. And so everyone else had went to bed and I stayed and we ended up staying up like talking like for hours. And then we eventually went and watched. Which one did we watch first? I think it was we started with, I want to say Elf. Oh, the Elf? I think it was Elf. It was either Grinch or Elf. I think it was the Grinch first. But we we put on the Grinch and... I literally sat on a whole nother couch because I was, like, too scared to do anything, like, make any type of move. And so for the whole movie, I sat on a separate couch. And then I think I asked you if you wanted to try lavender or something just so I could get up, go to my car and get it, and then come and sit back down on the same couch you were on. And then we ended up going outside. Do you want to explain that? Wait, we... Oh, yeah. We went outside... You looked up at the stars. I tried to go in. You looked away. And then you walked back inside and sat down on the couch that I was sitting on that time. Yeah, so I'm really awkward. And so John, like, tried to make a move while we were outside. And I just, like, turned my head and was like, wow, look at the stars. And I was like, I was scared that you thought I was just waiting, like, overstaying my welcome. And you were, like, waiting for me to go home. So that's why I didn't do anything. But then I sat down on the couch next to you, and that's when you got the hint. And then after that, it we ended up talking for, like, the whole night, probably. I kind of don't remember after that. Like, I just remember waking up the next day being, like... I just got distracted. The neighbors are either having sex or making mashed potatoes. I, I, I thought they were banging on the wall to tell us to be quiet. <laughs> anyway. Um, and... I just feel so awkward doing this podcast with you, but I'm going to keep going. I just hate recording things in front of you. Anyway. Um, what about that time we were recording? And so, yeah, so I ended up staying the night, but we didn't do anything because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to just be some other girl, blah, blah, blah. Um, but literally that night after just like talking to you, it just felt like you were always in my life. Like it was just like. There was no awkward, well, there was an awkward stage for, like, that day, but there was no, like, awkward, like, getting to know you phase. Like, it just immediately felt like we were best friends, and so that leads me to my next question. How did you know you wanted to marry me? We dated a long period of time, and I was very into you, and I decided that I wanted to marry you. Can you go... Can you elaborate? I don't know what more <laughs> needs to be elaborated. Well, like, <laughs> what qualities of mine were you like, wow, I really want to marry her? Uh, that ass. Um, I mean, that ass. I'm kidding. Yeah, you've got a good sense of humor. We connected on a lot of things, and uh, although you're not my polar opposite, you do help me see from different mindsets and i think we offer good ideas and when we offer different mindsets we're not toxic towards each other and we can actually talk things out so. yes me too and 
So on that note, how do you feel like how do you feel that you've changed the most since we got married and how do you feel I changed the most? Uh definitely my beer gut. Um <laughs> over time. We both gained a lot of weight when we got married. Yeah, it's it's coming uh I'm looking thick, but um do you definitely um just your approach on things. You definitely go towards things with a little bit more um I think you've gained a lot of confidence over time and I think that the conversations that we constantly have to try to boost each other up help so it's definitely for me it's improved there as well I feel like you've changed the most in in like your openness to natural remedies essential oils and stuff like that um and I also feel like maybe um even just like you seeing my mental health journey I feel like I've seen you like take more care of like try and take more care of yourself in that way and like your health and stuff and realize that like that can be a priority because I know you're just very like keep trucking even if you're like in pain and stuff so I feel like I've seen you take like better care of yourself and I feel like I've changed the most and that I'm working on being less defensive because I was really defensive when we first started dating like any any topic or anything that would come up, I would just, like, my guard would go up instantly, which made it really hard to have any type of conversation, and so I eventually learned how to, like, see his side of things and realize that not everything was, like, an attack on me, and so I feel like I've worked a lot on that, which has allowed us to have better conversations about everything. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You're so awkward. <laughs> um... But yeah, I feel like I've, a lot of the growth I've had, I couldn't have had not in a relationship. And so, and that's something my therapist told me a while ago was that if you were hurt in a relationship, you're not going to find like the deepest amount of healing until you're in a relationship. And I definitely feel like I've found that. So how? I'd say that's pretty accurate for me too. Yeah, you know, four years of kind of, I mean, before we got married and, you know, dated and everything you know I was in another relationship that wasn't the best and you've definitely helped me see that that wasn't exactly how things needed to be so so how do you feel like your view of like relationships and marriage has changed over time then like what you thought a marriage would be compared to like how ours is uh I thought relationship and marriage was honestly like my no shit what I thought it was like was everyone kind of just absolute battles and arguments constantly. And, uh, it was worked out through, um, just, you know, time and not needing to talk to each other for a certain period of time. <laughs> it was just, it wasn't the best, but, uh, definitely realized that, um, we really don't argue. And it's just one of those things like we can casually talk stuff out. If we're having any sort of, you know, spat, we can, walk away for a few minutes, come back with cleared heads and be able to finish the conversation. Um, and it's never like we get into screaming matches. I don't think, I mean, the only time you've yelled at me was, you know, <laughs> during when I was trying to make an impression of a vine. <laughs> yeah, backstory. It's hard to explain over voice, whatever this is, but there was a vine, like back in the vine days, um, the older version of TikTok. Um, there was a vine 
Was it the one where the guy turns the corner and like lifts his hand up when no. he's scared? It's the guy. It's when he's got the big girl on the bus next to him. And he tries to grab her hand and she like pulls it away like a karate chop real quick. So basically we were having a conversation about something and he like did that, like lifted his hand to mimic the vine. And I was literally like, I thought he was like jokingly like pretending to hit me. And I was like, don't you ever do that again. And he was like, I'm making a vine reference. <laughs> it, it was more than just don't you ever. It was, it was like <laughs> deep and timid. Like, don't you ever. And it was like, oh. Well, at least you know I know how to stand up for myself. But if that that kind of explains how defensive I was, like I always expected the worst, I feel like, and always felt like I had to protect myself, which like yes, you should know how to do, but like in a safe and healthy relationship, like you don't need to have as many guards up as, you know, in other relationships and I was like learning that, but so that was just a little thing that I turned into a big thing simply because I felt like I had to protect myself. But anyway, um, I can't remember what you mentioned that made me think of this. Oh yeah. But I feel like another way you've changed or something that I've like enjoyed seeing is that like, sometimes you'll just be like, Oh, this is what relationships are supposed to look like. Like seeing you have like a sense of freedom and like be happy and stuff makes me like really happy for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um and then you said something else that i wanted to talk about but i can't remember i don't know the vine reference threw me off but um yeah i feel like my view of marriage has changed um coming from like a southern baptist background of like thinking that marriage would like I saw a wife as literally being, like, a role rather than, like, a partnership and thinking I'd have to, like, clean the house all the time and constantly be, like, serving you and making sure you're happy all the time and, like, just you being, like, just serving you and, like, me being miserable and now I see it as, like, we're both, like, we're just partners in life and we, like, work on things together and grow together and do things together and... Instead, neither of us clean the house. Yeah, our house is, like, the worst. Um, But it's been, like, very freeing to just, like, still feel like a person and feel like I have stuff to contribute and not that going into a marriage is, like, you now have a new job. So I've really appreciated that. And even days when I'm like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't clean today, you're just like, it's fine, neither did I. It's like... The things I thought would be a big deal aren't a big deal. So that's made me really enjoy marriage. So, yeah. But, and I feel like sometimes people think like, well, if it's just a partnership and stuff like that, then what's the point of marriage? And I already know what you're going to say on why (laughs) we got married, but military money. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, we we needed that... uh that extra cash no i'm kidding not the reason no just kidding but um for me i don't know it's just like as someone who's scared of commitment it was like really cool to see someone want to commit to me and me make that commitment i feel like that was a big thing and just seeing like um when things have happened already in our marriage um and how you've like stepped up and like helped me out and made sacrifices on your end it's like 
each time that happens, I'm like, oh, wow, like, he's actually committed to me, like, and it feels really good, um, and I'm also coming from a business, like, major standpoint, like, if you're gonna make a business with somebody that you want to last your whole life, you sign a contract, you, like, make promises to each other, and so I kind of saw it in that way, too. Weird flex, but okay. Whatever. Listen, I'm proud of my college experience. That's actually, that's another thing that I feel like we've grown on is to explain us. I feel like we're both, we've found middle ground on things, but everything that we're passionate about, like we're almost very extreme about. And so like, I'm very like, I loved college. Like I'm a total college girl and he's a total military guy who's like all college kids are like frat guys and blah 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 and we would like butt heads about that like just the stupidest stuff we would butt heads about and I feel like now my view of the military has totally changed because mine my view of military people was not the same before I married you I have way more respect now I see like what you actually go through and the toll it takes on you and I'm just like wow total respect and I feel like you see my side now on why I chose college and why I liked college and how I needed that experience rather than, you know, I mean, we still joke about it, but yeah, I feel like we've been able to see other sides. So that's been cool. I had another question written down. Oh, this is a good one. Just like a getting deep question, but when do you feel the most seen in our relationship? Um, or like what makes you feel the most appreciated or the most kind of like um, love language, I guess, but most seen when you're wearing glasses, um, <laughs> most appreciated probably when you let me go and kind of like just play on the PC for a little bit and relax. Like you're not sitting there egging me on, like come back downstairs, come to bed. It's just like, okay, you can take a couple hours, go do what you want to do. Yeah, I feel like we've made a very, um, a good, what's the word, situation where, like, I totally understand, and I haven't went through this with you, so that's why I don't really know that side, but, like, I understand a lot of guys may play video games literally all day. You've always made it a point to, like, still spend time with me, but you'll come home from work, I come home from work, and then we hang out. And then at like 9.30, I go to bed or do my thing and you play video games. And I feel, I mean, sometimes I mess with you and I'm like, no, but I feel like it's important because if I was doing my hobby and you kept coming upstairs and like getting mad about it, like I would see that as weird. So I feel like there's a stereotype or like a cultural thing where like people just get mad at their significant other for playing video games but if that's your hobby and you're still making an effort to hang out with me then it's not fair for me to really say that like I feel like that would be toxic if every night I wouldn't let you do your hobby that helps you de-stress so yeah and I feel the same way I appreciate when I tell you like oh I don't want to watch a movie I want to go work on this and you like are excited about that because you're excited to see me do my own thing and have my own life. So I really appreciate that. Um, oh my gosh. I thought I had another question. I didn't. But those are my main questions. Anything else you want to add about marriage? Um, 
I don't know. The one question always cracks me up. It's like, how's married life? It's like, uh, why is that so significant? It's like, it's like people, their their dating life was great, and then they get married, and they're like, oh, oh this still sucks. And it's like, okay, well, why'd you get married? So, so I feel like you you have good perspectives on things, and I feel like, I mean, we have a lot of deep conversations, but I also feel like I want to hear more of your perspective, but why do you feel like, like, how do you think society has created that kind of cycle? Like, people getting in a relationship, getting married, and then it sucks. Um, honestly, it almost seems like a social standard. Um, a lot of people you talk to, you know, they're starting to kind of gain that knowledge of that's not how it's supposed to be, but it seems like a lot of um, just kind of older couples or even people that wind up, you know, coming from that kind of relationship. Um, it, it's kind of hard to unlearn because literally you've gone a lot of your life seeing these people be like, oh, the wife or, you know, wife wants to go out and leave the husband at home because he's, you know, boring and doesn't do anything. And like same with the guy, you know, guy wants to go out and leave his wife back home because she's boring. It's like, well, I don't know, maybe do something to make fun together. Like, I mean, it's... <laughs> make fun <laughs> make together fun, you know? I mean, there's, there's plenty of ways to do that you know good good making fun um but anyways uh yeah it's just it's, i don't know it seems like society as a whole just kind of has this idea that it's not a good relationship unless you're not feeling good in the relationship yeah and i feel like people feel like they have to stay together even if they know it's not good and also <laughs> Like, some people just don't have a model of what a healthy relationship is, so they think their relationship's fine and this is just what you're supposed to do, and then they end up not being happy or healthy. So, did you think you'd get married this young? Well, it's not even really young, but some people might think so. Well, you're 22, I'm 24, yeah. so I'm glad you So you're that. old, I'm not. Yeah. Kind of, kind of not. I kind of thought I would, you know, be bachelor status um, <laughs> for a while. Um, and then you came into my life and didn't give me that option. So. You still had the option. You put the ring on my finger, okay? Uh, on you your, proposed. On your pinky. <laughs> yeah, it didn't fit the first time, but... So to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Jesus. Um, True in both aspects. <laughs> whatever. Um... I actually always had this feeling that I would be married by 22 or have kids by 22. But then when I got to college, I was like, heck no, I'm not getting married till I'm 30. Not until I'm a millionaire and completely established. And it was actually kind of nice that I ended up meeting you so early. Um, like, I'm grateful for that now that we get to, like, explore and do things together. Um, but that was definitely an adjustment, too, of being able to, like, let go of my control of, like how I wanted my life to look, which is another thing I wanted to mention. And I just lost my train of thought again. But, um, oh, that I've noticed that, like, I'm definitely a feminist, but I also noticed when it, like, extremism and anything can get, like, bad and toxic because I felt like I had to almost prove to you all the time that like I don't need you like I still even though I was in a relationship I felt like I had to like that almost was another guard for me like another way to protect myself when really it's okay to rely on someone else and like 
need something from someone else I always thought that would be me being codependent and not good for me and I don't need a man and blah 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 so but it's actually nice to let your guard down and work on life with someone else I mean I think we found a good balance like it's not necessarily I wouldn't even call it need you don't need anyone necessarily like you can function without them and you know that it's a want and it's a compromise and I think we've done a good job at that in terms of having to uh make sacrifices here and there and then also you know whenever you need something I'm there to help and whenever I need something you're always there to help so it's never it's never like you need to prove yourself because I'm trying to you know I'm also trying to um let you understand that my guard is down and I'm willing to accept help so yeah and I think that's another reason that's made me feel safe to let my guard down and also just be happy is like seeing how much you want me to be confident like when in past relationships it was more like tearing down and in this one like you're not scared of me being confident and like going out and living my life and so that kind of helps me at least try and not be as like controlling and like fearful because seeing how confident you are in me like that's just that feels really good so not being with someone who's like afraid of like a woman who wants to like go out and live life so um speaking of that do you want to talk about the next adventure we're possibly doing sure uh well i mean still coming to a decision on whether it's going to be both or just me but um i got assigned to korea um so that'll be a fun endeavor um but yeah hopefully you know i mean either way of course as we talked about earlier you know going to support whatever decision you make as to whether you stay behind or go with um just for people that don't know the background there for uh korea if the spouse goes with it's a year extension so it becomes two years or if the spouse doesn't go with it's one year um and you can kind of pick where you want to go after that one year so um the reason it's a tough decision is just because it's a decision so uh, welcome to my life i (laughs) hate decisions (laughs) so um but yeah i'm looking forward to whatever it may may bring i know you'll be fine here if you stay but you know also if you go we'll have plenty of time to take trips um have a good time and enjoy it out there yeah and it's crazy because i was driving to work today and he just got his orders today and i even meant to send you the text but once i got to work it was so busy i forgot but i was like driving to work and just like was looking at the sun like rising over this pasture and was just like wow i'm really gonna like miss valdosta one day and then I got to work and I just had this feeling John was going to call me and then I just kind of like forgot about it um, thinking he'd call me at lunch or just something but I just had a feeling he'd call me and he ended up calling me like an hour later saying he got the orders to Korea and the whole day at work I was like talking to my coworker and stuff just like preparing myself for like yeah he'll be gone for a year and I'm going to stay behind and get my master's and all this stuff and like not even taking into account that I could go like I had already written that off um thinking I need to be responsible and it was like really nice to come home and you'd be like wait you thought about staying and like that was another thing that I realized like this is why I married you is because 
you're literally telling me like why are you attached to this job like let's go travel the world and so um I'm really bad at making decisions even though there isn't a wrong decision (laughs) um but I'm kind of leaning towards going now just because you could literally travel for two years and I could get a job over there too and I can get a master's degree at any time so I think that'll be super cool and very good for my soul and also like learning from uh, soul soul, uh, soul. Get it. which is like a town that it's will be near a capital, capital. <laughs> whatever I'm not good at geography whatever um coming from an international business major <laughs> um and yeah so I'm excited about that we'll see don't we have to get me going approved yeah yeah, still needs to be approved. So I'm scared I'm going to get my hopes up and make the decision to go. And he's going to be like, no. But hopefully that gets approved. Not approved by me. So. Yeah, not approved by John. <laughs> approved by who? The commander. Okay, yeah, not by John. Um, he already said I can definitely go. Um, so the way you worded that, you're like, you just, you just be like, no. <laughs> not John, the commander. Um And yeah, I think that'll be cool. Oh yeah, the lesson I learned from COVID is that you, like I had so many plans for how me graduating was going to go and none of them worked out because of COVID, canceled my study abroad, canceled my graduation, everything. So that kind of reminded me like I learned to not base my decisions off how I think my life's going to go, but like what would actually be a good memory. And... That was that was a lot of conversations after those situations. It was like everything. what situation? Like everything. when when COVID happened, like everything in her life, she was like, "It's falling apart. Nothing I planned." And I was like, hey, "Your first issue was you you planned." So yeah, John's not a huge planner. He's smart and responsible, which I'm still trying to figure out how you make this balance work. Like you think ahead and you prepare for the future but you also don't stress about it. And I'm the type of person where I'll literally think to how I'm going to feel when I'm 80 years old and have like however many kids. And I'm like, what are my kids going to think about this decision I made? And it's like very toxic. And so (laughs) that's just a a random little spinoff thing there, but it's literally, you know, a lot of people sit there and spend time thinking about the future. You know, I think that's something that everyone does. I mean, I even catch myself doing it, but um, the hardest part that it comes down to understanding is that if you, you know, trust yourself to make the right decisions when an issue comes about, like you don't have to plan for every bad decision. You can kind of just trust that when that kind of decision comes around or that kind of issue comes around, you can succeed. Yeah. And I feel like I'm getting better at trusting myself, like with every decision I make, like I've never, I haven't screwed up my life yet. And I don't think you can screw up your life, but I feel like we're taught to think that like, but yeah, that's true. Just, I mean, you could do crack. (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, but I mean, even people recover from that. So, you know, you live and you learn, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm working on that. I feel like I'm getting better. I mean, even us eloping was like, that was a struggle too, trying to like just surrender to the fact I wanted to elope because I was like, well, what am I going to think in 10 years when I look back at these pictures? Am I going to want my family there? And um, you reminding me. 
Thank you so much for sharing this space with me. If you enjoyed today's conversation, feel free to rate and review on whatever podcast platform you listen to. I would seriously love to hear your feedback. Also check out things like that on Instagram and hang out in my stories and my DMs to share the topics you want to hear about. Anything goes here, so share your ideas and I will see you next week.